Happy New Year's, ladies and gentlemen. I I uh, I don't have those those party horns. I wish I had those party horns. Damn it! All right. Mental note: Next year, I need party horns. But that's all right, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I really hope that 2018 was was a nice one for you. I hope it had more ups than downs. And here's here's to 2019, ladies and gentlemen. May uh. May next year be better than last. But as for right this moment, as for right this moment, we're going to be uh, hitting uh, or li listening to a little convo we had with Nick Wall. Yeah. I hope you like it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you hear my voice, then uh, you're listening to the podcast. Hey, what's up? How you doing? We uh, we we're, not, we're gonna forego the regular, the regular introductions. You know, uh, we're just gonna have a casual conversation today. We're not gonna we're gonna skip the news, although there's there's been lots of it. We're gonna have a a lot to talk about after the holidays. <laughs> but it's been uh, it's been ridiculous. Yeah. It's been crazy. <laughs> but we're gonna skip that. We, uh, um, we have a special guest today. Uh, one of the one of the newest members of the Hardcore Casuals stream team, Nick Woe. I'm so happy uh, to uh, to have him. He's been a great friend of mine, one of my favorite people on the entire platform. Uh, so let's go have a casual conversation with Nick Woe. Nick, how you doing, bud? Oh, I'm great, great guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah, no, I, my pleasure. I'm super yeah, I'm super excited. So. Uh, so Nick Well, tell me about yourself. <laughs> tell me about yourself. Tell me tell me about the man behind uh behind the stream. You know what I'm saying? Like first when when uh what brought you to streaming? You know what I'm saying? Or should what we go further stream? than that? Should we go further than that, Ty? Should we say what 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 brought you to gaming, you know? Go go back that far? Man, how do deep think? do we want to get in there? How deep? <laughs> Oh, I mean, uh, I started gaming on the Nintendo. That's kind of where I first got my start. So it's been a while. It's been a very long time. What was um, like the the first game that that you like really remember? The standout game? Oh well, it's the very first game I got for Nintendo because um, back when I got the Nintendo, my mom I wanted Nintendo like all the all the other kids. I might have been in first grade or second grade, and I remember that it was really hard to get. Uh, yeah. I think it came out, and for the first year, the Nintendo was sold out, like everywhere. I, and I was asking my mom for it over and over, and and she kept telling me like I can't find one, like they're all gone. And I thought that she was just like lying to me, or like making you know trying to make up an excuse that she wouldn't get one. But really, she was looking for for one. And eventually, I got one. Like it was, I think it might have been over a year later, she found one, and like in like a KB toy store, like in some like old mall that no longer exists. Right. I'm actually not sure if KBs exist anymore, but um, yeah. So the very first game I got was a was Kung Fu. I don't I don't know if you Yo, guys know. I know Kung Fu. Yeah, like the little guy who just like kicks <laughs> yeah. and punches, and like the Hell guys yeah. just keep running at you. Yeah. So that was like that was my first game, and uh, that that made quite an impression on me. And then of course like Mario and, and stuff, Duck Hunt. Yeah, the, when oh, when I hunts. got. When I got my Nintendo, I got the the game that came with it was Mario and Duck Hunt, 
And it also had track and field. Like those three games. Um, oh, on the, the one disc. with the pad where you like yeah. use your hands and feet. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you like, you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like, you're like jumping the hurdles because you're tapping your feet, but then you jump in the air. Right. Yeah. Man, that is, ooh, man, you just pressed the nostalgia button. The track and field. Yo, my brother was unbeatable in that game. Like it was basically not even fun to to play him on the on the race, you know what I'm saying? Cuz my man, he he was like you know, we were all young, but he's like hyper ADD, you know what I'm saying? Like like he could just move freakishly fast. <laughs> so I was like, bro, he was he was lightning fast. Uh but that that game was just so much fun. You know, the freaking <laughs> All of it, all of it. Duck Hunt, Mario, but Track and Field has a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> so what what brought you to the whole streaming thing? You know what I'm saying? Because that's where we know you, and uh, and I met you like you were one of the first per- uh, people that I ever met on the platform, on Mixer or Beam back then. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So, um. I, I stumbled upon it uh, because I was listening to a podcast uh, called the X1 Bros, um, which which I think uh, Ty is familiar with. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, so they had mentioned that they were broadcasting or streaming on, on Beam at the time. And I had no idea what streaming was or what Beam was. Um, I was just listening to them because I found them just through you know liking video games and looking for a podcast to listen to. So I jumped on to Beam because they said it was was uh, so amazing, and uh, so I kind of found it by accident. I just I kind of just jumped on one day and started surfing around, and and that's when I kind of started to to realize that that people played games and and talked to people, and it was a great uh, you know a, kind of a community, a uh, real real cool hub of uh, video gamers just like myself. So um, all by accident. Yeah, I think I got that same exact feeling when I uh, when I made it to Mixer as well. Um, cause when I started streaming, it was on Twitch and I only started streaming on Twitch because that was the only thing that I could access directly from my Xbox when I started. Um, my first like go live day was January 1st, 2017. I remember cause I wanted that, that was like my new year's resolution of 2017 was to involve myself more with gaming. And so it was like, Oh, well, how can I do that? I can stream. Uh, so I started with Twitch, but, uh, in three months, like I made no friends and I didn't meet anyone that like really shared interest with me and it was kind of a bummer and then microsoft bought beam and they integrated it into the platform uh and that was that was pretty quick and easy to to use and it was really cool that i could like have the chat up on the interface and uh you know go live so easily from from the xbox interface so that was really cool uh and it was not very long after that i'm not sure exactly what brought me to his stream but i'm sure uh both of you guys know uh night tide the streamer mm-hmm. uh, right. he was formerly formerly known as uh what was his old name man now i'm having trouble i can't remember either it's like animal something i think i i never um, knew him but without any other name <laughs> oh really yeah. it was it was it was like semi recent that uh that he changed it anyway that is neither here nor there uh but anyway it was it was him and his community and the people that were that were kind of within that channel on that discord that's uh oh animal ate you that's what it was animal ate you uh-huh. anyway 
uh, it was like right away that I was meeting people like, oh, hey, like I like playing the same games as you. Let's let's team up. Oh, hey, like you need to check out this if you like that. And it was like immediately I felt like I was being welcomed into this group. And it was him that directed me towards uh, the Xbox streamers uh, group run by 8-Bit Blonde and Moto and and uh, uh, Kelso was his name at the time. Anyway, so that's how I mean, that's how I met both of you guys was through that team. Right. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, the rest is history. But uh, it's funny how we came in two completely different ways and ended up in the in what was kind of the same spot for a while yeah i know uh when i came in i was definitely like around the same time you know like uh but i can i think march or may around around there and it was when xbox uh you know xbox or microsoft uh bought beam and uh I jumped in and sp- and I remember specifically uh, looking for Xbox. You know what I'm saying? And so I was scrolling, and I had also no interest in like the most popular, the top of the stream. So I was scroll, scroll down, you know, and, and they were more conversational. That's how I ran into Buddha Will, right? Uh, there was uh, there was somebody else. I forget her name, and I feel bad. It was somebody else uh, that I just jumped into a random stream, and Brutawill was in the chat, and then we started chatting, and it's like, "Oh, you stream?" He's like, "Oh, let me check you out too." And he was my literally my first friend on Mixer, right? And then from from there, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna look for Xbox people because I have Xbox and I'm I'm interested in this now," and. I just stumbled upon Xbox streamers and I was like, Oh, Xbox streamers stream uh, is a stream team thing. I was like, Oh, let me, let me figure out this discord thing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And then I met all you guys and, and, uh, and then, yeah, uh, yeah, you got, I mean, really, uh, I'm, you know, as, as an aside, I'm extremely grateful for the mixer platform. If nothing else comes with this whole thing, just getting to know like the friends that I've gotten through this this whole adventure, I'm already happy. You know what I'm saying? Like with you and and well, both of you guys and Buddha and, and this and the the whole hardcore casuals community. You know, it's like a it may sound you know corny or whatever, but I think it's like it's like a blessing. You guys are all wonderful people, and I'm, I'm my life is better. You know because of it. Dude, that's corny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. No, hey. I, I, I totally agree with you. I feel that way too. Absolutely. Um, but no, I mean, it's definitely been pretty good. So, uh, sorry, I kind of skimmed over that. Yes, it's been it's been amazing, and I, <laughs> it has absolutely changed the way that I interact with the platform as well. Being a part of not only the Xbox streamers but also the hardcore casuals. I mean if you had told me a year ago that I was going to be on this team and we were going to be making podcasts on the regular and it was going to lead to the creation of a website where I uh, regularly post blog posts and reviews, like, no, like I would, no way would I have thought that was going to be the case. So, I mean, uh, us working together, all, all of us really, because a lot of people have had input into it, have uh, been able to make something that's like really, really cool. Uh, and I'm really happy that we can like look back and, and, and say that we got here together. So that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then speaking on the whole like, you know, the website and all that stuff. It is it is crazy. And I'm I'm excited to see what tomorrow brings, you know what I'm saying? Like what 
what uh you know next year and the year after um with with the group of people that we have now you know putting their own talents and 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 creativity you know if we all put it in the same pot what what can come out of it you know and Nick Wall was a dude, I'm telling you, man. Nick Wall was a dude I was looking at for a minute. Like, yo, this dude, he's he's good, man. He's like his his video editing, his super like basically you you jump into your stream, Nick Well, and you're freaking like, yo, it's like I'm your friend all, instantly, right? <laughs> you have that you have that that uh uh, uh personality that is so endearing and engaging that is it's like you instantly know you. If at least uh, I know it's not the case, but it feels like it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's it's thanks to Nick Woe that the Manny Milkshake even exists. That is true. <laughs> okay, you <laughs> know what? Can that. can we can we talk about that? How did that come to be? Like what? what you You're know. talking about the, the lip sync thing? Yeah, the, the lip sync. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not sure. I I just I I really like music. And, uh, you know, I just kind of figured that that was uh, something that everyone could kind of connect with in some way, because like everyone, you know, most people like music, all different kinds of music, but everyone has a favorite song or something. And so I just kind of figured like at the time, it might be something fun, like as a community, you know, like something just to bring people together and, you know, kind of kind of uh, showcase a little bit of their 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 hammy side as well, if they were you know, if they were interested in, in lip syncing, but, um, yeah, that's kind of how it came about. I just, I'm a big music fan. Dude, we got super hammy on that one. So for those who missed it, I'm going to, I'm going to break down what this was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was, this was not this past August. This was the August before. So it was pushing a year and a half ago. And, uh, this is when we were still all, uh, making content for the Xbox streamers and Nick Woe sent out a bunch of direct messages to everyone. He's like, Hey, like, would you guys be interested in doing a lip sync battle I'm looking to organize. And so I thought it was going to be like relatively low key, but I'm like, for sure, dude, like I'm super down. This was, this was in a stage in my streaming career where the answer was always 100% yes. Like Nick could have said like, <laughs> Hey, do you want to slam your face into a pie on live television? I would have said yes. Uh, not saying I would say no to that now. I'm just saying anyway. So, uh, I, I put something together. I, I thought it was like really strong. I had this really great lip sync of of some forty one. Uh, I think it was Fat Lip. Uh, so like their 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 big song. Uh, and so I was like, dude, I got this on lock. I took a really good video of it. I put on like this cool jacket and sunglasses, and I had the guitar. I did the solo. Like I was really I was ready. Uh, and I was pitted. It was it was just a single elimination tournament the way he had it set up, and I was pitted against Stupendous. Uh, and I'm like, man, I like, I wonder what Stu's going to bring to the table. Cause, cause stupendous for, for the listeners, stupendous is a musician. He makes, he, he raps and, and makes amazing hip hop music. And if you haven't already looked it up, you can find it at, uh, you know, if you just search stupendous on, on Spotify, it's there. Uh, it's legitimate music, actual music. So I was like, I wonder what he's going to bring to this lip sync battle. Uh, and so <laughs> I do mine or uh, Nick plays mine. And, you know, people are, people are pretty happy with it. Uh, and then Stupendous comes on and there he is sitting in front of a, a snowy white background with his daughter sitting on his lap, little, little baby girl, Stupendous. And mm -hmm. they go and freaking mm -hmm. sing, let it go from frozen. 
and the crowd just melts and I yeah. had no chance at winning this. Uh, man, I was, I was, uh, I was crying I was, foul. I was like, this yeah, is, <laughs> we, I was absolutely <laughs> taken off guard by, by this strategy, but it was a strategy. That's for sure. So anyway, it was. um, we had all, we had all done pretty much the exact same thing as far as how it looked, right? You, you set up your stream basically and use your stream camera and then do a one cut of the song. And then we submitted that to Nick. Well, and then Manny shows up and Manny comes in with multiple cameras, multiple <laughs> angles, quick cut, uh, booty shaking, uh, whipped creams, uh, licking like my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. And I mean, to my knowledge, it is probably the most popular YouTube video to come out of Mixer in the last year and a half. Uh, so that video is always available via the discord. If you guys are listening or on Patreon and want to see this, you should, if you haven't, it should be on your must list. Uh, but it was, like I said, this, this whole thing was thanks to Nick putting together uh, this this lip sync battle because Manny brought the heat uh, and was, then he brought uh, the milkshake to cool it off. It was great. <laughs> it was a, it was a lot of fun. You know, like Nick kept on like making me feel like crazy pressure. You know, because because he was like super nice and like, oh, I I have a lot of faith in you. You're I know you're gonna bring it right. And I'm like, damn, it's it's like two days away. I didn't do anything yet. Like, <laughs> Like I don't even I, I only had ideas. I recorded everything the the day of. Uh like recorded everything, put it together, and I I, I basically harassed my brother to help him to to help me with it. And he's like, Yo, it's impossible, bro. It's we're not gonna do it. We don't have enough time. I'm like, Yo, I'm I'm telling you. I, I you know, if it looks bad, it's part it's part of the charm. Like it'll be good. I I promise. And uh, we pulled it out. You know, I totally remember that day too, because on my end, I had to, um, I had to, I had to stay on top of everyone and and make sure that you know people were getting it in. Because once I got the videos, I was compositing them onto another video, like to kind of give it, give like a like a it will look like a concert. There's some sort of concert background or something. Right, you put like a crowd overlay on everybody. Right. So I was I was like over I was like compositing everyone's videos on top of stuff. And I remember Manny's your video like I didn't have it yet and I was I was like starting to sweat a little bit because I was like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, like I don't have it and it's like 3 hours until this thing is happening." And and I remember throughout that day, I remember you messaging me like, "It's coming." Don't worry. It's kind of like I'm gonna get it. Don't worry. And then it was like like one hour later, like I'm still working on it, but don't worry. It was like I was yeah. getting all these messages. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I even I even uh the, the that was like the first voice to voice uh convo that we had. It was it, it was that day too. Like the yeah. second that I had it done, we were putting it to like the final touches on the edit. I was like, bro, I'm telling you, we got this, you know. But it was we cut it close real close <laughs> you know and that i apologize great. for that but it was a lot of fun it was definitely yes. a lot of fun definitely. so um yeah we're still the, we're still waiting for uh round two on that one a lot of us have been chomping at the bit for many months uh, that, we had so much fun the first i, time. I know i know we put a lot of pressure i i know you know nick's feeling the heat on it you know what i'm saying because because oh, so. that was the literally the first thing we talked about 
you know, when Nick Woe be was uh, became a hardcore casual uh, stream team member, the, we said congratulations. You know, we're super happy. Uh, you know, welcome. And then immediately, lip sync battle. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Um, hey, we got it. Why not? Let's do it again. Let's I totally again. want to. Oh, we definitely want yeah, to. 100%. You know, you know, for sure. And, and now that I've seen what the competition is capable of, my strategy is is completely different than it was before. I know. Yeah. See, I mean, there's gonna we're talking we're talking multiple takes, multiple costumes. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing I'm bringing Douglas into it because apparently the cuteness factor plays a role. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. No, it's the whole kit and caboodle, as they say. <laughs> It's, I mean, the so. next one is going to be crazy because nobody knew what to expect. Yeah, and I mean, so, like, so uh, some people took it very, uh, very literally and pretty simple. And so I, I think now that people know, like, what's at stake, I think the I think competition is going to breed some very serious quality. Oh yeah, and that makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's wait, really good. I've been sitting so, okay, on I'm ideas. sure uh, I'm sure a lot of people may be curious because this is something that that doesn't get talked about all the time. But um, can you tell people who are listening a little bit about what you do when you're not streaming? Oh, um, yeah. So uh, I am a video editor, and I guess like I guess you could call you could call me a producer. Uh, but I I work in um, sports television, live sports television. So half the time I work on um, content for uh, a pre-game and post-game show um, at a, a for a regional uh, network um, for a basketball team around here, and uh, the other half of the time I work on a, a documentary show um, for this team. So I get a I get a good mix of of uh, creating co- different kinds of content um, for for TV, but that's that's basically what keeps me busy uh, during the week, and. Uh, because of uh, because of the nature of of my work being live uh, live sports, uh, my schedule is like all over the place. So it, it really depends on when the team is playing. So my my schedules sometimes I work in the morning, sometimes I work at night, sometimes I'll even work really late, like almost overnight. Um, so I'm kind of yeah I'm kind of all over the place uh, with my with my schedule and also my streams sometimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, that's, that's what I do. So video. Yeah, I mean, we definitely, kind of uh, I definitely see you sometimes late at night on stream and then the next day I'll wake up and there you are at like nine in the morning, uh, running like some cool indie game. And it's just like, what, how does this work? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what all it is, is I'm trying to keep up with my work schedule. Um, got it. So is yeah. there, is there any point in time where like you're going to be able to do what you do, but you know, nine to five, um, if I want to stay in live sports, I, I think it's just kind of how it is. I've, I've been doing this. I've been in live sports for over, over 12 years. Um, oh, wow. and that's just how it is. Like you, you basically are just kind of, you know, your, your content is based around the organization. So whenever they play, you're, you're working kind of when they are. Um, but I mean, for sure, like I could always, uh, you know, venture into other, other post-production stuff that maybe isn't live and That's true. Uh, yeah, have a more normal schedule. <laughs> yeah. Go make some movies or something. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, I know you, uh, post about and follow and, and, and retweet, uh, people who do like graphic creation and, and video editing, uh, for 
like pre-recorded video on, on Twitter all the time. So I know like that's something you're capable of and uh, those that's the direction you're looking as well, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I really, I, I like, I like a lot of different forms of, uh, of uh, entertainment and content. And um, so, so for now I'm, I'm not really sure where, where I want to go. Um, if I, if I want to stay in sports or, you know, being involved in in video games and and streaming and stuff i've kind of thought to myself maybe maybe there's some sort of opportunity in terms of gaming so um i'm thinking about thinking about maybe dipping my toe into into some sort of uh gaming content um whether it be uh actually what i'm thinking of is potentially doing some trailers and uh that'd be cool and yeah maybe seeing where that goes um i mean you could you could start doing that whenever you wanted with games that already exist and just build the portfolio, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean trailers, and I, so I've been I've been doing a lot of a lot of uh, learning on how you know how that works, and and trailers all their own have a very very specific structure, storytelling structure, and a style, um, which is something that I'm not really familiar yet because I I kind of work longer form uh, okay. content. Uh, I do a lot of features, story features that are anywhere from five to seven minutes long, uh, okay. whereas trailers are, you know, 60 seconds to two minutes. Yeah. And you kind of have to hit a lot of beats and tell a lot of tell a lot of information. Well, in, yeah, in you got to you got to start low and build the climax like more than once over the course right. of that two minutes. Like that's tough. Right. I mean, so it's it's um, something that I'm I'm interested in trying my, myself and. I know a couple people that do that kind of stuff, and I'm hoping that maybe, um, maybe I can learn. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where it goes. That That's would really definitely exciting, be dude. cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I think one of my absolute like favorite parts of this whole ride has been seeing people who like. If you take the three of us for example, we all started with just streaming. Like that's all we were doing. Um, we get on, we stream, we stop, and. Like that was the extent of con content creation. And uh, at least from my perspective, and I, I, I'd say to a, to a great deal for both of you as well now, uh, that now streaming, while it probably may still like technically be the majority, is not nearly the focus that it was before. I mean, making videos, writing blog posts, being uh, in multiple places at the same time, being a, a content creator, not just a streamer, and and watching kind of the morph from one into the other, I think has probably been the coolest part because like being a streamer is really cool and and the idea of being able to be a streamer full time is is pretty sexy. But uh if you can go into the gaming industry from a number of different ways because you've now spent time creating content from multiple facets, that's super cool. And I love love that idea and I love that more people are are doing that. So good on you both for that. Yeah, yeah I think um, there's definitely, definitely, there's a lot more going on now <clears throat> than when we first started. You know, like I had, I, you know, it's it is crazy with the whole like uh, hardcore casual thing. Like a year ago, none of this, there was no podcast, there was no website. A year ago, it was just ideas, and now, you know, we're like we're we're, we're we worked hard. We have a a show that I'm you know, a podcast that I'm really proud of. You know, the website itself is, is something that I'm also proud of. Like, you know, the whole, the whole thing, there's multiple branches, you know, and more to come Lord willing. 
you know. And now, so I'm thinking, for me personally, I think a lot of uh, <clears throat> for myself, what can I do uh, as far as content, and also a lot of like, oh, this might be a good idea for someone else. You know, what I'm saying. So I'm always sure. pitching, <laughs> pitching different ideas. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest frustrations for that has been trying to convince people that they already have the ability to do it. Uh, so Manny, you and I have both run into this where it's like we talk about a subject and like, you know who'd be freaking great at writing about this? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. We, we bring it up to them and we like, dude, you are the you are the expert. You would be great. You have the voice. Would you like to make this? And unfortunately people don't sometimes realize that even though they may not have done something like create a blog or be a part of a podcast before uh, that they'd still knock it out of the park. And so, you know, if you're listening to this right now um, I really want you to, to, to not be afraid of that sort of thing. Feel, feel free to try and feel free to, to get in, get your hands dirty doing new things because Lord knows compared to the people who do it for a living, like this podcast and and the blog, like they're all, that's rookie business. I mean, as, as well as I think we're doing, like we're, we're still rookies at it, oh, yeah. but we're having a hell of a time just doing it. And you're never going to be good at something if you don't suck at it first. And so we are, we're working really hard to, to get all that dust knocked out so that when the time comes, when we can really, you know, get up to bat, like, we can look back and say, Psh, like, this is easy. I've done this a hundred times already. You know, I've, right. I've podcasted for a thousand hours. I've written a hundred articles. Like, this is no problem. Didn't matter if if the first one or the 10th one that you wrote, like, wasn't IGN quality stuff. Like, you got to start somewhere. And I really, really want to encourage everyone who's interested in making content to, to just start. And it doesn't matter if you have a $10 microphone and a laptop to stream from or streaming straight from your Xbox. Like it just, it doesn't matter. You just, you just got to start. And I love seeing people take that leap and uh, uh, try new things. I definitely, definitely recommend it. If I could add to that, um, I, I think that right now there really, it really is the best time, like maybe in the history of, of, of like ever of content creation for anyone to jump in and try. I mean, everything is here for you. I mean, the, the platforms are there. I mean, YouTube, people nowadays that never would have had the chance to to be known are, you know, ri rising to, to fame just because, you know, they're putting themselves out there with, you know, camera and, and, and content. Yep. Yep. Uh, anyone has the tools are never been cheaper. The software is there. Um, the platforms are there. I mean, really, all you got to do is just is just try and, and, and keep going. So, so one uh, example that I wanted to bring up, uh, you mentioned YouTube specifically, and I think it's really important that you did because YouTube right now is, is seen as kind of an inaccessible platform because there's so many people already doing a lot of stuff on there. And so what I've heard from people is like, I don't want to start on YouTube because it's already too saturated. It would be like starting to stream on Twitch. It's just, it's too big, but I want you to know, like, something like YouTube, like you can still do great if your content is good. And if you have the the passion and you make cool, interesting things. And the reason that I say this, uh, one great example, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but there's a channel that just started very recently called Girlfriend Reviews. And she makes video game reviews from the perspective of the girlfriend whose boyfriend is playing these games. Uh, her first video came out a month ago in 
the first two weeks, she crossed 100,000 subscribers. Wow. Oh. She is now at 178,000 subs with over over 300,000 views for every one of her six videos, as much as 450,000 views for one. It well, is I mean, insane. I've never, ever heard of that perspective for a review. It sounds genius. Oh, and <laughs> it sounds so hilarious. it's genius. It's genius, and she's hilarious. So I definitely recommend you you watch all these because they're fantastic. I'm, I'm I see the link. I'm going to check it out because it just just the premise sounds hilarious. I I can't wait. I'm going to take a peek. Yeah. So anyway, for, I definitely went off on a tangent there. For those listening, like I am, I am all for creating cool stuff and. Creating cool stuff starts with creating your first stuff. And that doesn't have to be cool, but it does have to be your first. And so I definitely recommend you take the leap and try something new and don't be afraid uh, to make uh, uh, content, whatever form it may be, because you got to start somewhere. And, and, and we all did. Uh, if you go onto my, oh, there's my dog barking. Uh, if you go onto my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash TV, and you go way back into the videos, you can see what my first stream looked like and it was not pretty. Uh, but, you know, practice and working towards it and incremental improvements uh, have, have allowed me to come a long way. And so I definitely uh, am all for people just, just trying to start. And I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say uh, um, just to string this, this tangent for one a little bit longer uh this is this podcast is gonna be out around new year's you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um and this th this concept of like don't be afraid to try and is way more than just content creation like it's one of the, the number one thing that holds people back from anything is just fear this fear of failure so so instead of of not to for, for, quote to try and protect yourself from screwing it up you know or being bad at it we just never try you know and we do this for so many things and that that is definitely just like a mindset thing so you know try something new and even if you're afraid good you know what i'm saying just go out there and mm -hmm. and try it anyway and you will learn you might end up somewhere different but that's okay. <laughs> the key to it is if you mess up, if you mess up, uh, that's fine. You're going to learn that that's not the ending. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to learn from that and you can, and you can step forward. It's not about, it's not about being perfect out the gate. Nobody's perfect out the gate in anything. You know what I'm saying? You go out, you, you try, you stumble, you learn. You take another step forward, and you end up somewhere different than what you imagine, but you're somewhere different, <laughs> and that's the key. You know what I'm saying? You 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 you've moved forward from where you were. So so yeah so yeah there you go. That, that that's my addition to that. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, I uh, I think a lot of people. I know I know I do, but I've I think a lot of people that do create uh, creative work they they will come across a point where they do work and they are disappointed in it. I mean, I'm talking about their own work. And um, I don't know if you've ever if you've ever heard of uh, 
uh, you know, who Ira Glass, who does this, uh, his podcast, This American Life. Um, mm, I haven't heard that. Oh, really? Okay. It's, it's a really, really big podcast. Um, but uh, this guy, um, Ira Glass, he once did a, a podcast about himself. Um, he's a, you know, a host of this, this show, this nationally uh, known show, a uh, weekly show. And uh, the whole thing about it, uh, the whole thing about the show was how he, or this episode, was how he, um, when he first started doing the show, he had like, you know, in his mind what he wanted his show to be. But in the beginning, like whatever, whatever he did, whatever he created, it was, it was always disappointing. Like it never lived up to what was in his head. And he said he only realized much, much later on that it was because uh, he felt like his taste was really high because he had watched, you know, he'd watched shows and things all his life. So he had really good taste and he had a really good idea of what good content was, but his skill was not there. His skill had not caught up to his taste. So, so in the beginning, like it was obvious that he didn't know how to create what he wanted, even though he knew that whatever, you know, he envisioned what was good, but he just couldn't get there. So it kind of goes hand in hand with the idea that um, your stuff is probably going to suck right away. And it's going to suck for a while because you need to learn, like you need to kind of refine and, and craft what you do. Um, but eventually, you know, eventually you get there. It just, it just takes you a while. <laughs> you just kind of have to work yeah. through it. Yeah. You know, uh, if you, if, if you're a part of the uh, Patreon uh, sub club, um, www the hardcore casuals uh dot com slash patreon um you will you will hear our first recordings for our podcast right there's there's three separate test recordings and uh there's the, there's a huge huge difference you know what i'm saying uh and we had like you know we talked a lot about starting up and what we wanted and how we were going to you know, our ideas of putting it all together. And then we had the test recordings and there were lots and lots of things to learn. <laughs> and and you can tell the audio quality is not, not nearly what it, what it Ooh, is. Man, now. That was a different microphone back then. Yeah. Well, it's a different mic. Um, I'm much better at editing now. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there was several where the volume was way out of whack and we couldn't really control it. Like there's so many, so many things, even just if you listen, like the format, changes we've we've gotten better well like the time we recorded half an episode without recording without recording yeah <laughs> terrible oh my like gosh. we're talking terrible do? things yeah how did you fill it like how, how did you have to redo it or did you like, yeah so we, like literally yeah. we made it like 30 minutes in and manny was like wait shit i was so my heart like what dude and he's like you guys are gonna hate me bro <laughs> It was, I felt and so then, bad. And then we had to go completely back to the beginning and like pretend we were surprised and and talk, you know, energetically yeah. the exact same way that we had just done. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but I mean, it's it, it when when you put it together, uh, you wouldn't you'd be hard pressed to to, to say that there anything happened at all. Actually, you know, so. Yeah, I mean. Um, Six months has made such a huge difference for us. What's it going to look like in another one? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lord yep. willing. Lord willing. <laughs> I'm not on, uh, I don't have any wood. 
It's a, but you know, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I was formulating a question for, for Nick. Well, I wanted to bring it back to Nick. Yeah. We kind of got away from it there. We kind of got away from Nick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, it's good. Um, Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. So NK, before we, before we close out tonight, one thing I wanted to ask you about was that, uh, you seem to be better in touch with indie developers and getting codes from them and trying out new things and trying unique games. You, you do that better than just about anyone I know. Can you kind of tell me about or tell us about how you started getting in touch with so many different developers and what those relationships look like and, and, and what your experience is working with those community managers? Um, yeah, I really, I take it from the approach of, uh, I just contact them. That's, that's really all I do is, um, I just follow games that are recently, recently released or might be coming out in the next week or so. And if I think that the game is one that it's interesting and that it would be fun to play, that's like the number one thing. Because I don't want to uh, try and request a game that like I don't think I'm gonna have fun. Because usually I get them up for streams, um, so I, I go for games that are really fun, usually kind of silly, um, because that's kind of how I feel like my channel is for the most part. Is so I, I try and get content that's or games that are kind of similar to like my channel, and then um, from there I just I'll find the email uh, of uh, you know of the of the uh, contact or I'll, I'll direct message them or tweet them uh, different, different ways. However, I can get in contact with somebody and I just contact them and I just kind of, just kind of laid out. I just kind of say, you know, um, you know, I, I run this, this type of channel, it's kind of light and, and uh, you know, we, we're always playing like indie games and independent titles. And I think that, um, you know, your game would probably be like a big hit, like on my channel. And so I think we're a good match. And, uh, you know, if there's an opportunity to play the game um, or to get, you know, to get a review code, I would love to love to have the opportunity. And that's that's pretty much all I do. Like, I just I just contact them and just and let them know kind of uh, that I'm interested. And I think we're a good fit. It's funny Did- how simple that is when uh, <laughs> a lot of people make it out to be like this big, uh, crazy, untouchable thing to be able to reach out and talk to people who make games when it's funny because literally all those people want to do is talk to you, the people who will play their game. Uh, so it, it works out really, really well. Yeah, and and it's really you know all all it takes is just I, I would probably you know be polite and uh, and and to show them kind of like you know ask you, you can ask them but you kind of have to I think you kind of have to tell them like why you know like why would you why what's why is this a good idea for them to give you a you know to give them a code which is essentially I think it's like you know money out of their pocket. Um, you know, why are you a good fit for them? And like, kind of what can you, what can you bring them? I guess, like what kind of value can you bring them? So that's why I kind of lead with, um, you know, I think we're a good fit, like, because, and, and that's, and again, that's usually why I go after games that I think are a good fit for my channel. Um, and then of course, you know, if you share, if you share with them kind of your, your page, you share with them some, some links to your VODs of, of previous games that maybe are similar. And then you just kind of, you know, the social stuff, you know, if you're active on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, you, know, you can also link them to that and kind of show them like, yeah, like I'm a real person. Like I actually talk, I actually, you know, am, uh, I'm alive. I'm not just like using those social accounts just to like get free codes. 
Um, Do you have uh, any sort of like uh, deck that you send to developers? Uh, deck? What do you mean? Like a slide deck? deck of like, you know, this is my information. These are these are my statistics. I know it's been uh, it's been suggested through multiple channels that that when reaching out to developers like that, you say, you know, this is my channel size. This is my reach. These are this is how I've done on previous campaigns. Like having this information available to you and and something deliverable to a, a developer. Do you have anything like that, or is it just is, does it? kind of stem from just honest conversations like hey this game looks cool and my viewers like this kind of content and i think it'll do well that's exactly what i do i've i have okay. never given anyone anything like that like yeah num follower numbers or any of that stuff like i never talk about that i literally just ask them you know i just i just tell them why i i'm you know i'm excited about their game why it would be a good fit and then give them examples of of my channel and and who i am and then you know, that's usually that's all that all I do. That's super cool, man. Super cool. Did uh, did that was that phraseology like uh, always the same or did it like mold over time? You know what I'm saying? Um, no, that's always the way it's been. I, I'm not sure where I've I where I picked up the idea that that value is important, but that I believe that is very important. And I, and that's not, I think that's just for anything, like not just like video games, but really anything in life. I think when you're at, when you're asking someone for something, it's not enough to like, just ask them and just say like, can you, like, I think you kind of have to uh, provide something back. Right. Like, yeah. I, I, I think that's just like kind of the, <laughs> the natural thing is like, okay, you're going to do this for me, but what am I going to get in return? And it's kind of a weird I don't know maybe it sounds selfish but that's just how it is like that's how life is there's you you're not gonna usually just do something for anyone just because like it's usually like a reason either you know you're gonna get something out of it or you know you you might like them but in in turn there is there is some again that's that's value in itself like if you think that you if you believe in them or something or you believe in their value then you'll you'll buy into whatever they're doing so um yeah, I don't know. That's that's always the way I've approached it. Is just kind of I, you know, I want, I would love to do this, but here's what I can do for you, and that's that's how I do it. Awesome. That is good. It's very very salesy. Very salesy. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am like the least salesy person. Like I am, I am so bad at like selling myself, and I feel really uncomfortable doing it. Um, but in terms of of that, I. That's just what I do in emails. I, I'm not comfortable uh, with sales, but I've done sales. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've done sales uh, for yeah. many years. And I'm actually incredible. People don't believe me, but I'm actually an incredibly shy person. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it there. I, so there is there is a skill in interacting with people and recognizing rec just just recognizing that people are looking for what for a mutual benefit you know what i'm saying and and you know that that uh if you present you present your your request in such a way that it's not necessarily for me for you you know you want the code hey it's like hey i'm a streamer can i get your game it's more like it's like hey there's mutual benefit and you present that and then there you go boom sales 
<laughs> Done. You know? I have a question for you guys, maybe like a, semi-related, um, but you you guys know that on Mixer there's this whole uh, you know the Sparks thing. It's a currency <laughs> that people can can tip to to uh, streamers. Um, what do you think? What do you guys think about uh, people just outright asking for Sparks? I guess in a way it could be just be like, it could just be like dollars too. Like people could just ask for donations. Do you think, um, what do you think is the best way for people to, to sell themselves or to, or to ask, ask for tips? Cause I feel like so, that's so weird to me. I don't ever ask people for tips. It's so strange. Yeah. I think that answer is 100% dependent on who you ask because there yeah. are absolutely streamers who, um, I, I think we've talked about this on a different channel, like streamers who will literally stop their content and say, okay, we're not moving forward until I get X number of sparks. Well, that's freaking uh, ridiculous. It's yeah. wild. Uh, and it, and it, for their content and for their audience, it works. Uh, and these people will pull, you know, anywhere from 20 to a hundred million sparks in a week, uh, which is an enormous amount compared to, to my channel. Uh, but I don't want to ask that question of my viewers. That's not why they come to Time Fighter TV, mixer.com slash Time Fighter TV. Right, right. Uh, and if I were to start treating them like that, then they wouldn't keep coming back because they come to hang out not only with me, but with each other. And they want to come to a place where uh, they don't feel like they're being solicited. Uh, and and that's the end of that. So. Yes, my my viewers support me with Sparks, and I've I've put Spark costs on my sound buttons uh, that are you know what I think are reasonable. Uh, people use the stickers and the effects, which is great. Um, I've made buttons that people can click if they want to donate a bunch of Sparks because sometimes people just want to come in and dump a hundred thousand Sparks and they don't want to click the fireworks button ten times. Uh, and so I have that available, but you'll never hear me say like guys, we're not doing anything until I hit X number of sparks um, ever. So uh, that is just, it's personal preference. It's knowing who you're streaming to. It's your, it's knowing your audience. And, and uh, I also think that the nature of your relationship with streaming plays a big role. Um, if I were in a position where I was streaming full-time, if this was my job, if this is where my income was from and nowhere else, and I was you know, a million sparks away from hitting, you know, the next big milestone. And once you get up to the bigger milestones, the sheer volume of dollars that increase from one milestone to the next is pretty significant. And so like, I'm not sure how I would treat it if all of a sudden it was a difference between making $400 in a week or making $800 in a week. That's a big jump for, you know, some sparks. And so I, I can, I can see a justification for people that want to lean into that sort of thing because their, their livelihood depends on it and uh, mine doesn't. So that's probably one of the main drivers of the difference in how I feel about it. I mean, I don't, I don't uh, see anything wrong with the difference in, in how it's approached. I'm, I'm, I'm merely just curious about the psychology of it because I, <laughs> I, I just don't see like how in what in in what real world example could you find uh, someone who's selling something and just could just literally say like you know, act the same way as like a streamer who's asking for sparks like we're not doing any you know we're stopping right here until like I get money or something like in what other like example real world example does that happen no I mean I, I don't 
Yeah. I, <laughs> but like, why? So I don't know. I, I'm just curious about the psychology of it. Like what, what encourages people in that instance to, to pay then? Is it, is it just that, that people, they do uh, feel think, like they're getting I think the motivation comes from like, Hey, the streamer is, is, has made it clear that this is important to them. And if it's important to them, it's important to me. And if, if they've cultivated that kind of loyalty, then that's great. I mean, that, that stat in and of itself is, is incredible. If they've made it so that their viewers feel that it's important enough to them to, to follow that, then that's great. They've done a good job of, of creating a connection with their viewers sure sure but i mean anyway, I, look, I, I, as, I as we one, all know everyone streams a different way everyone's yeah. got their own vibe and their totally. own look and their own style and their own way of going about solving every particular problem that streamers end up encountering and so uh that's what makes each each streamer unique yeah yep. yeah yeah totally i mean like when it comes to uh talking about that stuff and you know like uh, the hardcore casuals.com uh, slash Patreon. Um, it's uh, I'm not ashamed to talk about it, right? <laughs> or bring it up, whatever. But it's, but again, like you said, uh, and I'm, I'm not a partner, right? And I don't have sparks, but, but, uh, well, we, when you say that you make your content and it is inclusive to everybody, regardless, you know, what I'm saying like we're not freaking this podcast and the website and the streams it's not there's no barrier to entry it's open and and i always follow it up with you know if if we have a specific goal or 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 or, or whatever we're doing with you don't have to give but we i mean we appreciate it you know what i'm saying we definitely appreciate it and it's and uh, it'll it'll help tremendously <laughs> you know but uh, I can't. I can't wrap my mind around. Uh, there's the, crossing the fine line between the where the donation or whatever, whatever contribution, financially, is is somehow lifted above the person. Like to me, the person, the community is always going to be first. You know what I'm saying? Then trying to create content worthy of 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 a uh some type of financial support you know and 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 to just let the chips fall where where they may it's tricky it's tricky mm -hmm. very tricky but um but yeah so nick well we're 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 coming we're coming to an end you know what i'm saying we're we're at the hour uh, that hour mark. What uh, yes. what would you say to to uh, to somebody out there that's that's listening? What's like what's one thing that they don't know about you that uh, that maybe they should, or maybe will be a surprise. Oh gosh, um, <laughs> I mean. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I kind of kind of wear my personality on my sleeve, basically. Um, I, I mean, I'm a dad. So that's that's one thing that is very um, uh, important to me. But also it, it's uh, it makes me very tired. I'm, I'm very tired all the time. Uh, <laughs> don't have a lot of time for anything uh, because I'm a dad, but I love it. Um, I love food. I love eating. 
<laughs> you do. Let me tell you, your fair food, you always take it on your Instagram. Yeah, it makes me freaking oh, yeah. sometimes, bro. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just I've always I've always been a been a healthy eater. Um, uh, so yeah, I I don't know. I mean, pretty much pretty much everything that you see on my stream is is me essentially. Um, there's not really not really a whole lot that's that's uh that's hidden. Well, that's and awesome. I already told you what I do during the day. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much me. Uh, well, like I said, when when you, you jump into your stream, it feels like like you you're you're getting to know you, like for real. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a oh, it's like a persona or anything, which I think is is kind of weird. It can can be weird, can be very entertaining, but uh, but yeah, it's like you are you, and I think that's why. Uh, that's why you know people gravitate towards you. You know, you're a super genuine, dude. And I'm really happy to to have this conversation with you. Um, well, yeah, thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny and Ty, <laughs> for uh, for letting me spend a little time with you guys today. Oh, no I really, problem. Always, always um, a good time. Nick, well, do me a favor. Tell me or tell uh, anybody that might be listening where could where could they uh, they find you. Uh, you can find me on my Mixer uh, page, uh, N-K-W-H-O-A, uh, N-K-W-O. Um, also, I'm on Twitter and Instagram um, by the same name. And that's, that's Oh, that's right. It. You got it. I forgot that you had grabbed the handle. Yeah, I had I had an imposter one with a zero instead of, a, instead of an O. And then it somehow got re-released back into Twitter, so I was able to claim it. Yeah, that a boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's always um, good. So yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. And and then also uh, when I can, I would love to do more write ups, uh, more indie write ups on the on the blog. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, can't wait. I love reading. Can't wait. <laughs> um, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, Nick Wall, awesome, awesome guy. If you haven't checked him out, definitely, definitely check out his stream. Uh, you can check out some articles that uh, that he's written up on the Hardcore Casuals blog. Uh, check it out. Check it out. TheHardcoreCasuals.com. Uh, on the notes of this podcast, you will have all the links, you know. So if you if you want to get more Nick Well, you know what I'm saying, uh, check, out, check out the website. <laughs> You'll see all the links. And uh, and go say hi. He's an awesome guy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and yeah, Ty, do you have anything uh, anything you want to add? No, I'm feeling groovy right now. Word. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a wonderful uh, holiday. I hope you had a wonderful, uh, happy uh, uh, new year. And uh, and let uh, this next year be better than the last. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Peace. Later. <laughs>